Hello, Opinioneer, and welcome back. On today's episode, Jason and I will be talking to our very first female Opinioneer in Cassia. Uh, she, I'm going to say it like, like this, Cassia Redacted, and then that's how I'm going to say it, because she did not want her last name on here, which is totally fine, but we're really excited to have our first female here on the episode of Opinioneering and our first female Opinioneer. Um, how excited I get really excited about it. So when I actually talk about it in the episode, I actually put my foot in my mouth. So I'm actually kind of sorry, <laughs> but yeah, you guys will hear. Um, so yeah, on today's episode, we're going to be introducing our first female, uh, opinioner in Cassio Watts. And we're going to talk a little bit about her, her spirits of choice, things that she likes in nerd culture, in movies and music. Uh, today we're going to be talking mostly about podcasts. And since we are a podcast, we talk about the podcasts that we like to listen to. So this is kind of like a, a Jason calls it like a meta podcast, a podcast within a podcast. So we're going to be talking and discussing podcasts today, as well as Myers-Briggs and the podcast that we like to listen to a lot and how Myers-Briggs actually affects the way we think and the decisions that we make. So it was actually a really fun episode and uh, to get to know Cassie even more. And yeah, so thank you all, and hopefully you enjoy the episode. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you all so much. Hello and welcome back to an episode of Opinioneering. You might want to start that over because I'm pretty sure I was like coughing into my mic as that happened. Don't tell me what to do. Hello, welcome back to an episode of Opinioneering. My name is Danny. I'm one of your founding hosts. We also have... Jason. Jason. (laughs) And thank you all so much for chiming in here today. We have a special guest and we're going to be talking about multiple issues with her. But okay, so we... Don't pride ourselves, but we talk about multiple times on this episode, Jason, more than anyone. But I, I like I, I totally, you know, like agree with all this concept. But like women representation when it comes to a lot of things. But we don't have females as a special guest. But today we have an actual uh, uh, special guest, female. So I'm actually really excited about this because we we talk about it, but we've never done it. And this the thing is like it's very hard to because there's we yeah I don't know. I think I just watched that. Yeah, I think you're like <laughs> digging into a whole. <laughs> There's no girls that like comics. <laughs> well, the ones that I know, my wife doesn't. Stacy's not a huge fan. Actually, she likes when I read her comics. You read comics to her, like in bed. Yeah, like we've read. <laughs> That's dude, cute. The killing, <laughs> not um, the long Halloween. Mm. Hush. Usually graphic do, novels. Do Robin, your one. Do you do you do voices for each character? Yeah. Are you <laughs> well, serious? Well, it's mostly as. <laughs> That is amazing. <laughs> Sorry, going for it. We have Cassia Watts here tonight. Hi, Cassia. Hi, guys. Hi. Cassia. I'm a, I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Cassia and I work together. We've worked together for a long time. Um, Why is... Notice that? Like, okay, so as you're figuring this out, I'm yeah. going to ask a question. Go ahead. This is something... It doesn't need to be on the record, actually. Um, it's going to be if I can edit it. But yeah, but you were like, well, then I made the joke of like, because you don't know girls that yeah read comics, and then Cassie's like, I'm a woman. Um, <laughs> I didn't so- <laughs> mean it that way for the record. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I like I have this thing where personally, I, if someone is like my age or younger, it's like, oh, that girl from that one movie, uh, but it's not like the girl. It's more right. like I. Age-wise? Like to think, yeah, like I like to think I'm 
maybe I'm grasping straws at my my youth or something, and I'm like, mm. that girl, because I'm young too. Um, but at the same time, if there's like some twenty year old working somewhere, I'm like, oh, that one kid. Like, a, if it's a guy, I'm like yeah. the kid who works at the bar. Um, mm. so I didn't know if that's like because I always ask no. my wife like. I actually do the same exact thing. Okay. I call everyone kid, boy, <laughs> right. unless they're like 65 or older. <laughs> right. and I'm like, that's a man. You finally reached your age. <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, we're going to be talking about two things. We're going to be doing the origins of Cassia Watts and the things that she loves about nerd culture in general. Uh, again, Cassie and I work together. Um, we've known each other for a long time, and I've had a lot of different discussions with her when it comes to movies, music, and podcasts and stuff like that, so I, I'm sure she'll have a lot to say about that. So, we will be talking about the origins of Cassia Watts leading into some of the podcasts that we love to, because we're a podcast, but we don't haven't talked about podcasts. This is like a meta episode. Like meta! <laughs> podcast talking about podcasts. It's like Inception. <laughs> it's Podception. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> so last week we were drinking Jim Beam. Are we still drinking Jim Beam, people? Cassia! What is your spirit of choice? Let's start with that. Good place to start. Yeah, right? <clears throat> well, so this is a very loaded question. My spirit of choice depends on either wolf. whiskey. <laughs> 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 it's either whiskey, tequila, wine, beer. In that order. <laughs> Beer's no, not a spirit. She, she's like, what's your... Okay, my spirit oh, of choice. Oh, so spirit... Tequila, I can't, whiskey, wine and beer bourbon, technically aren't spirits. Gin, right. Vodka. She like goes through all of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whiskey or tequila are my go-tos. Okay. But lately I've been really getting into cucumber vodka. The hell? Really good. It's really good. Cucumber vodka in a club. Vodka is really good. Isn't all vodka? I think all vodka is potato. Yeah. Potato flavored vodka? Because that sounds disgusting. (laughs) I mean, they're they're starting to do that with the the Lay's chips. You know, they got like coffee flavored Lay's chips nowadays. Channing Tatum started his own vodka company. Oh, did he? Based out of Idaho potatoes. All Idaho potatoes. Um, I don't know how that's relevant to much, but yeah, it is. (laughs) That's relative to everything. It's relative to anything. Um, okay, so moving forward, Cassia, this is opinioneering. We state our opinions when it comes to certain things. What are some things I said earlier? Because I've known you for a long time, but I would say I'm not mansplaining. You just could go on. What are the areas that you like? Oh, I, I, I love these areas when it comes to art. Because you're a graphic designer for, for Little Fellow Marketing, and we've worked together for a long time. But what are the areas of like nerd culture of art are you most a fan of? I'm most a fan of film and music okay. and podcasts. I do love podcasts. I haven't really gotten into comic books. <laughs> Maybe I'm on one my way, day. though. Honestly, I have a hard time reading them, so that's probably pretty much of an issue. <laughs> so we're recording this in California, right? Yes, that's right. But um, we're, um, you're, you're, where, are you, where are you originally from? Where are you usually from? So I was born and raised in Detroit. A little suburb north of Detroit called Sterling Heights. So when oh, you're out. supposed to be like eight mile. Yeah. <laughs> I actually grew up on in between fifteen and sixteen mile. Oh <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm twice the person, Eminem. <laughs> uh then I moved to Chicago twice the for hardship. a few years. Okay. For um, when you say a few years, for what? For school. I went to Columbia College, Chicago, which is a liberal arts school, so I've been involved in the arts for a few years. I studied graphic design, advertising art direction to be exact. Mm. And then I moved to California, Southern California, in a year ago. Oh, and you met some hoodlums? Yep. 
Yep, and me and Tyler Lane and Michael Murray. Those are the hoodlums. <laughs> and now, now Jason Bruman. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't think Jason's ever given his last name on this podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> but here's the thing. It's so hard Redacted. to find you on. It's so hard to find you on anything. You don't have an oh. Instagram. Well, you do have an Instagram, but it's very hard to find you because you reversed things. And then on Spotify, Joseph actually is like, where's Joe? Jason has I'm like, oh, yeah. And I typed it in. But you don't have a Facebook. You have no. an Instagram, but you you probably go on, but you barely even interact. So I Googled. So the other day at work, I met someone who like, she was just constantly Googling people to be like, oh, I know about this board. They went to school and blah, blah, blah. So I was finally like, if they Google me, what will they find? So I Googled myself. You had to go like three pages deep <laughs> to find something about me. And even then. It, was, it had to do with Little Fella Media that you're the cinematographer there? It had, it had more to do with Little Fella stuff. You would have not found my actual personal life. <laughs> so I'm like very much a hidden anomaly see i'm on page one i'm not at the top but on page one i've already re-googled myself have you googled yourself yes of course first of all i'm the only cassia not gonna say my last name i suppose (laughs) that's on facebook and there's only 500 cassias in the whole world so no way Mm -hmm. wait i remember you told me like the root word is greek because you're greek Mm -hmm. is what's the root word i mean it's 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 greek for i I want to say not sugar um Cinnamon. It's not. It, I don't think it's like it, like cassia doesn't mean cinnamon in Greek. It has Greek roots and it is a Greek oh. name. It also has Hebrew roots. But there Cassia. is a cassia plant that is cinnamon. So I kind of have like mm. a stripper name. <laughs> <laughs> so you pride yourself on movies, music, and podcasts. What are some of your favorite movies? So we can get a general feel for you before going on to talking about oh uh, we were talking about this earlier arrival <gasps> amazing movie it's one of my later. favorite yeah. la la land yeah it is high five girl i remember we when we that were that is an together. amazing movie don't even get me started about that first scene jason hates musicals he hates musicals okay but la la land though oh yeah i liked la la land <laughs> yeah, i like- was i was expecting it to be this like hollywood self-congratulatory like two hours of patting each other on the back, like remember the golden age. Um, but it was actually cool. I no, liked it. It was golden age done, but a, a good story. Yeah, it was done in the golden age way, but it wasn't like remember the golden. Nah, right. And I think that's why. I and like, more. okay, in truth, you know, one of my all-time favorite like Desert Island movies is Once, and that's mm. like a non-traditional musical, but it's a musical. That's true. And so I think they have a similarity in the sense of like boy meets girl. They don't get together in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Which is beautiful. Yeah. I have a lot of talks about people. We'll talk about like those things. Um, so music. What do you way. listen to in music? Okay. So my favorite kind of music is rock. Okay. Um, then I kind of switch between like rap and <laughs> Well, because you're from 8 Mile or 16 Mile. <laughs> Obviously, if you're from Detroit, you have to listen to rap. <laughs> <laughs> my uncle actually beat up Kid Rock. <laughs> have i ever told you that story no. my uncle and kid rock keep going <laughs> my uncle and kid rock are both from romeo in michigan like they graduated Lil? they graduated the same uh class they got in a fight and my uncle beat him up nice that's actually a really good uh i tell everyone that story well obviously i just heard it now and i've known you for almost two years now uh, I can't believe I haven't told you that yet. <laughs> so, 
Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so that's a little bit on Cassia Watts. She is from Detroit. She is a graphic design extraordinaire from the Chicago Institute of Arts, right? Columbia College. Columbia Chicago. College in Chicago. And uh, yeah, and she moved out to California to make... Like, I've always, I've always said this. And Jay f- found out this a little bit more. And I'm not going to do anything or say anything that that uh, that uh, puts Cassia's safety in jeopardy. But <laughs> oh boy, Cassia has like the 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 American dream story, right? She grew up in Detroit. She and she's probably not going to say this because she's a little shy when it comes to some of these things. But but she worked two jobs, right, in college. Three jobs. Excuse me. She puts three. Like, excuse me. <laughs> Three jobs to work herself through college to become a graphic designer. And she moves out to California and becomes this graphic designer out here. And then she, like, is, does a great job. She's had pieces published in, like, the Wall Street Journal. Yeah? You're, you're, like, you're looking at me like, yes, it's, I, I know this. She's not going to – she's too humble to say this. Pieces of Wall Street Journal. I've worked with her in marketing. We've raised a ton of things for people nationwide. And then she also has – she lives in a place that she lives literally 15 feet from a bar <laughs> that she's like, oh, this is my- the American dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have an apartment 15 feet away from a bar. Yes. <laughs> quite literally 15 feet. And you're just like, oh, I'm going to go over here out for a drink. So like we, we've, we've all gotten together and we had drinks and we're like, oh, the bar's closing. Let's go to Cassie's apartment. And all of us just go hang out up there. And it's a lot of fun. But like, She's awesome, and I absolutely adore her. So, like, she's like living the dream. Like, Aww, yeah. I'm glad this is on record. <laughs> it's like one of those, like, the joke is like, bars closing, people. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We are home, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, straying away from a little bit of that, we're going to talk about podcasts because we are a podcast, but we haven't really talked about podcasts that much like podcasts that we listen to and this is another one again sorry people colton's not gonna be on this episode uh as you can already tell um colton does listen to podcasts but he's not as uh, passionate about it as jason and i or even cassie is about it so he's like yeah go ahead and go talk about that um so jay i'm gonna start with you yes i'm gonna start with you how did you get involved in podcasts like what what was like what is a podcast what is this and Uh, when what year was it like 2003 Man, I don't even know. Um, I feel like, to some degree, I've always kind of dipped my toe into podcasts, I think. But it was more just with this, like, more recent past five years or something that I really, like, hardcore kind of got into them. Um, But I think, to some degree, it was just once I found that there's... uh, So I've always loved documentaries, right? Oh, yeah. And you can say something to she put her hands up and went ah, like Too bad that. this isn't a video <laughs> <laughs> so you can say like hell yeah they're great <laughs> and so i think that there once i realized that there was people who were doing really high quality storytelling that was similar in nature to documentaries but just audio yeah um i think that's when it really grabbed my attention to this day i'm not really and this is really sad because that's what kind of podcast this is i'm not really a big fan of like many podcasts that are just people off the cuff talking around the table um yeah i really gravitate more towards like highly produced narratives and um 
you know, stuff that is just kind of more um, well-produced. Yeah. So. Well, someday do you want to create one? I, yeah, hardcore. I have a few ideas. Just. <laughs> what is this? But <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't give our ideas away. I know. There's going to be some. I'm just saying this because Jason and I have talked about, like, other, like, this is just us, like, drinking buddies sitting down and BSing in a after he says I don't like when people sit around the table well he doesn't like it but he does like talking <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like to listen <laughs> he does like talking <laughs> there's a few there's a few out there that are just like you know off the cuff talking but generally speaking that's not your go-to that's not my go-to what is your go-to well and like the documentary but um you know it's it, it might contradict with the next sec one of the sec next segment next segments I have talking about like what is this where I'm gonna take your phone and I'm gonna look through all your podcast subscriptions Okay. Do you even have a lot of, because you were telling me earlier, you don't really do subscriptions, right? Well, I have my handful that I subscribe to. Yeah. But within that, I like compiled for today, because mm-hmm. we were going to talk about it, a list of like, must listen to episodes, like mm-hmm. podcasts, but I broke them down to like, I think that are required listening. Like if you're a this, you need to listen to this. Mm. Um, We should have a segment of that, like. Jason's podcast recommendation. Hello, <laughs> listeners. Hi, Meyer guys. Briggs version. <laughs> if you are a psychopath. For all the right. idealists out there. <laughs> INTJs. Please. You're an INFJ, aren't you? Yeah. Wait, just real quick. I'm pausing this, going back to an, er, the earlier thing about Cassia. What is your Myers Briggs? You got me onto Myers Briggs. My Myers Briggs is ENFP. You're an extrovert, intuitive, intuitive, feelings. And then I forgot what P was. Perceiving. Perceiving. So you're more off the cuff things. You're not, you don't, I mean, you do plan things out, but you, you go towards more of spontaneous things. Mm-hmm. Jay, what are you? INFJ. INFJ. I just want to save the world. <laughs> Here's the thing. Yeah, Cassie so... has done like in-depth studies on each and every single Myers-Briggs category. So no, she it... tells me things about myself that I don't even know. Yeah, I have like issues. Like I meet a person and I'm like, oh. ESTP, for <laughs> sure. Like, oh, they're going to react to this way when I say this one thing. So you put people in boxes. For sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand that yeah, right, right. that's not ideal, mm-hmm. but it helps you navigate people. Do you think so, Jay? Do you think Myers-Briggs can have, help navigate people? Like, okay, I can get it. Because I remember- Absolutely, I will fight you. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I remember, like, I didn't believe it. I really didn't. Cassia, okay, so two things. How I got to mine. I took my own, and it, I, I, I really don't think you should take your own. I remember this story. Yeah, I really don't think, because you per, you perceive yourself to be someone else that you're, you're really not. So my, my wife took the test for me and told me who I really was, and then I, I told the people who were closest to me at the time, it was Cassie and Lane in our, in our marketing department at the company that we were working for, and they took the test for me, and they both lined up to INTJ. Whitney took it, and it, so that's why I took it. I don't. Did Lane's turn out to be INTJ? No, Lane's I thought something Whitney's like was LMNOP IS... or something weird. LMNOP. LMAO. <laughs> <laughs> My personality type is LMAO. <laughs> Lane, is, uh, Lane is something weird, but it's like, and I saw, the reason why I sold Jason on this is I've known Jason for... Wait, so I told you about it, and then you told Jason about it? Well, I told Jason beautiful. about it. Beautiful. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. So Jason took it, right? And the reason why that we like hook, line, and sinker love this is because we found an article once Jason found out he was an INFJ and I was an INTJ Jason was doing some research and Jason is I'm, I'm not going to date Jason but Jason is older than me by Damn it. a couple uh, considerable amount of years not like no, 10 oh, considerable Five. you're going to sound like I'm 60 <laughs> 
Five years, right? <laughs> I'm going to be 30 this year and you're going to be 35 this year. Yeah? Age is subjective. <laughs> <laughs> right? Only five. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jason had, I, I've known Jason for, we're going on 14 years now. I've known this guy since I was 13 years old. Wow. And so he's known me for you know a long period of time. He was uh, we we all we all knew each other. We went to church together a long time ago, and so on and so forth. But um, it was funny because Jason sent me an article. He's like, "Dude, this is like scary on how accurate this is." So he sent me an article. The INFJ is like the Raza Ghoul, and INTJ is like Batman. With Raza Ghoul is the teacher because Jason did teach me back in the day. He was one. Of, he was one of my older uh, teachers. INTJ and INFJ, INFJs are always, no, INTJs are always stewards of the INFJs. INFJs are the people that are, like, more funneled, like, saving the world. But INTJs are like, there's other ways of doing it, but I agree with you. And that's why Jason and I have the relationship that we do where Jason is a firm believer in a lot of things, and I love him for it. But we we buck heads on some issues because we don't think that those are the methods to be done. Is that a proper assessment of that? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I don't remember. I probably read that and I'm like, I think that sounds right. No, you yeah. said me like, dude, this is scary. It's, it's more like now that Cassie is here too, and she's like, I know everything. And I'm like, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, intimidation. It all, sounds, <laughs> it all sounds right. It all sounds pretty good. No, flashback. It was probably, probably about a year ago that yeah. I told you about Meyer Briggs. Right. Do you remember? I remember you telling me, I have this friend, Jason. Yeah. He's an INFJ. And you, you would talk about, you like when you were interested and you were starting to get into it and like just reading all the articles and all the information that was available. Right. You would constantly say, well, Jason, he's an INFJ, so you guys would vary in that one attribute. You'd constantly compare each other. Yeah. Well, Jason's looking away like, I don't believe it. I don't know. But I don't care. I can't no, tell you how many I, times I, that you've read these things. Like, dude, it, I've read things about INTJs for me that it's scary on how much it perceives who I am. Well, when you yeah. read your description, weren't you like, oh, oh yeah. my God. I will say, I will like, say that. Like, this is creepy. Like, and, and so I took it at first, and I read a bunch about it, and then maybe a month ago or two months ago i don't know mm -hmm. just out of curiosity i'm like i'm gonna take it again but it was like on a different a different website or something yeah. and i'm like let's just see and i couldn't remember it was so long that i couldn't remember my answer so it wasn't like you know learning the test or anything yeah and so <laughs> I I was cheated. Like, yeah i'm gonna try it again and then it was like the same thing and so then every every now and again it like comes to memory and so I'm like oh maybe I should like look up I just want to read something but every now and again I'll find it and it'll be like a new article and I'm like dude I always thought this but like here's this like pattern that they're saying for people with this personality type and I'm like I totally see that in myself yeah and so it does to a scary point yeah so it does make sense like even even in some of the little things where I'm like oh and then it like fosters my 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 like emo sensibilities because i'm like yeah less than one percent of the population has this personality type i'm so alone no it makes it makes me sad too because infjs are supposed to be like one of my most compatible like lovers and it's like less than one percent and i'm like oh man i'm never gonna find anybody like, well, i love my cat rolling the dice and your bunny and your bunny yeah bun she has a bunny named bun Benjamin. <laughs> He's a little shit.
Opinioneers. Danny here, one of your founding hosts of Opinioneering. Really excited about this week's episode. Um, Cassia is one of the good friends of here of us on the podcast, and we were really excited to have her on an episode. Uh, later on, we will be talking and discussing about our podcasts that we love to listen to, and uh, you'll get a little bit inside scoop on the podcast that we listen to. And Cassia actually will take Jason and I's phones, and she'll share with the world the ones that we like, and we'll talk about it just a little bit, and she gets to talk about the podcast that she enjoys. But thank you all for holding in there and listening and hearing about the origins of Cassia Watts, a little bit about her, Myers-Briggs, and our podcast. We'll get back to the episode real quick. Just wanted to remind you all to check out Little Fellow Media, a live and studio production company that gets bands on tour and in the Southern California region and gets them into Lion's Den Studios, a state-of-the-art studio based out of Southern California, right outside of Los Angeles, about 45 minutes north. And they give... Uh, bands of any stature, small, medium, large, content, awesome content for them to put on their website. It's really great. Go ahead and check it out, littlefellowmedia.com, as well as YouTube, Little Fellow Media, and Instagram, Little Fellow Media. And because Little Fellow Media uses Lion's Den Studios, we do want to let them know, let you all know that if you are a band and you're coming through the Southern California area and you need some tracks recorded, make sure you stop on by Lion's Den Studios. Check them out on Instagram at Lion's Den Studios. Let PD know, send him a DM, what you need, what you want, and he will get that to you. Friendly reminder for everyone in the Antelope Valley area, please go to Horizon Comics on L12 and 10th Street. Roger May is hands down the best comic book extraordinaire guy I know. <laughs> he's, he's really great. Great friend here at the podcast and a great friend to us uh, in our personal lives. So go ahead and check all that out. We're really excited. Um, we're recording again tomorrow, actually. So we're really excited because we already have two episodes in the bank as well as we're recording some more. So yeah, steady content will be coming out, everybody. We're still adjusting little tweaks here and there to the podcast. Hopefully you guys like it. If you guys have any uh, input or anything like that, go ahead and send us a message or send us a DM on Instagram or Facebook, wherever wherever you like to hear your podcast. Maybe I should do a voice like that, like NPR. This is opinioneering where we talk about your nerd culture i don't know what that is wow um (laughs) i'm really afraid of being too loud like i don't want to break anybody's speakers but it's kind of hard for me not to be energetic without getting loud because that naturally comes out you know like being loud goes with being energetic i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know but yeah so we'll get back to the episode So please, write, share, subscribe, iTunes reviews. Thank you all so much for hanging in there. You guys are the greatest. We very much appreciate all the listens that we get. Please share it with your friends. We don't do any paid promotion on this. Um, we All we do is paid promotion, meaning we don't put money behind any of our stuff. Um, the only thing we do is word of mouth when it comes to uh, listening to our episodes. So thank you all so much again for sharing it with your friends. We have grown uh, bigger and bigger and we're really excited about the future and we just do this because we love talking about nerd culture and we love hearing from the people that, that that listen in so thank you all again so much and we'll talk to you all again later okay moving on back out of uh myers break so podcasts you those are the the, the podcasts that you love are the documentary style podcasts those are the things that, that, that you totally ship. And uh, the podcast that you got me on, so that was how you got introduced to podcasts. How I got introduced to podcasts was you. Well, actually, the way I got introduced to podcasts was my brother, because my brother... Right, he was kind of like a 
I you know pioneer I guess yeah like 10 years ago he was yeah about 10 years ago actually he started his own company starting to do podcasts because he saw it on the rise and he was actually on iTunes like top 10 on all categories he did a lot of different podcasts wow. out of kind of like um they were called global independent media productions gimp and they created podcasts for um film uh, for not film for like film reviews um car reviews and a lot of different things and they were actually doing very well from themselves um, so I got introduced to the concept of podcast for the love of podcast came about, th- I want to say four years ago for me. Yeah. Because this summer is going to be three years that we started opinioneering. It's going to be three years, dude. So four years ago, Jason was like, dude, check out this podcast. It's called, do you remember? Was it cereal? No. I don't know if cereal is the first one I thought I remember telling you about. Um, I remember the first time I listened to a full episode of a podcast, and I was like, this blew my brains. I don't know. What what was it? It was the NBC episode of 20,000 Hertz. Oh, that is an amazing episode. <laughs> oh. Right? It was so, and I played it for I you and Lane. I do not regret that. my decision. I'm telling you to watch that. So, Listen to that. Yes. <laughs> it was so amazing. And and I can see why, because you learn so much. Like, you can be driving from home to your work and podcasts. You can learn, like, the NBC chimes and how they were integral. Integral? Is that? Yeah. Integral. Is that the, integral. <laughs> no, what are you, you doing? No, I think, that's, I think that's integral. Integral? Siri? Alexa! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Siri. <laughs> In this house, we're a Siri household. <laughs> right. a they Siri, don't look weight. A Siri podcast. Um, Siri, how do you pronounce? Well, it, it was an integral part of yeah. me, like uh, of of the war back in the time of the NBC chimes, and you introduced right. that. And then I got involved in the Tuesday Club, which I'm a huge Arsenal fan, which is a European soccer team. And the Tuesday Club is a podcast, and I, it started growing from there. That's how I started getting introduced to all this, you know, podcast stuff. Um, Cassie, how did you get in, involved into podcasts? I was extremely bored at work, <laughs> and I was really sick of listening to music. Like, my Pandora stations were starting to run out. See, I have a similar thing. It's, like, darker for me. Um, <laughs> the truth comes the out. The truth comes out. But it it had everything to do with, um, so I I think probably everybody is this way to an extent, but I feel like I'm really adept at manipulating my mood and my thought by music. And so I know, like, exactly, like, what i uh, i 100% feel you on that yeah. but i don't it's not like i feel certain some certain way so i listen to music right. i'd say i want to feel pumped up <laughs> i'm going to turn some m&m on right but then right. after a while you get sick of manipulating your emotions yeah and so you turn on a podcast which yeah. manipulates your emotions to a lesser degree yeah or at least in a i felt like for me it was oh, i was listening to so much music and it it allowed me to spend maybe an unhealthy amount of time just like looking inward and thinking about stuff. Yeah. And so podcasts allowed me to be thinking about someone else's story or thinking about something else, um, you know, a new cool topic or whatever. And so it kind of like opened up a new avenue to where it wasn't, it was a little more safe for me to not just be always looking so inward. Um, it opened up some new, new doors of just not only stuff to learn that was really yeah. cool, but also just kind of take my eyes off of my own internal conflicts and start looking outward a little more. Yeah, I mean that all makes sense because maybe me and you, like you, 
if listeners haven't known, I've known, like I said, Jason. Come on, and I, listeners. Yeah, you ought to know. You know, Jason and I have known each other for 13 <laughs> years. Jason is like, he teaches me so much every single day on my thought process and things because he is older than me in the fact of like. He, Are we going to just harp on this no, older thing? In the thing Jason's that, like, old. Dude, you, you, you listen to the wise, dude. <laughs> and, and so I remember the first time. Back in the day, out of high school, I used to listen to like Fort Minor, Panic at the Disco, <laughs> which there's nothing wrong with that. Haven't you ever heard of? <laughs> <laughs> um. So, but Jason told me one time, just sit and listen. Yeah, he was giving me a ride home. Just sit and listen to this one song. Yeah, that's definitely. Do you remember that song? Back then, it might have. I don't know. <laughs> two like, out of two failed. I know. Yeah, come on. I Do you like, remember that one song that changed? My mind, when it came to music, you were giving me a ride home, and you said, just sit and listen. Like, I want to say my memory, like, I want to, like, boast myself and be like, it was probably Skinny Love by Bon Iver. It's a little bit before that. But it was, Beautiful okay, if song. it was before that, it was, right, it was probably, like, an even lesser, like, nobody knows them ever, Mm-mm. ever. Nope. It was no? a huge band. Was it, it wasn't Iris, because you were already in a I loved Iris. Iris. It was Fix You. Oh, by that Coldplay. Makes sense. Oh, beautiful song. Yeah, and he's like, "Did you just sit and listen?" He was giving me a ride home. Yeah, there's some songs that it's like they're meant to like. This isn't background noise. This is like stop what you're doing, and just listen. Yeah, and that was fix you, and that's why I've always, ever since that day, Jason has changed my thought process when it comes to music. I was just saying, like, music is very um, um, self-reflective, and just think about your day, like think about you. And fix you was one of those things that you just you have to listen to that song when you roll down the windows and you just listen to this. Right, and just be very introspective, and so I, I started becoming, and and that makes sense to Jay, to me when I when I look at Jay because he when he listens to music, it's like how does this? Not I'm trying to force this song to relate to me. It's how is this person who is writing this song, who is talking about their own life, can I relate to? Where on the other side of the globe, but podcast is more like don't look about you, look about the world around you and what's happening. And that's why podcasts are so great because music can be introspective and give you an idea of what the world around you. But it's more of I'm thinking of my, in my moment. I'm arriving home, windows roll down, summer nights. I'm doing my thing. Podcasts like Twenty Thousand Hertz or Shit Town or right. all that, those things. That was super good too, actually. Yeah, I did. You listen to Shit Town yet, Cassia? I told you about that one. No, but you're huge. I don't think you told me about that. I did. I did when we were working together. I would like a summary because I'm looking for a new podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But um, we will get we will get to that. So um, we'll eventually get to the podcast we're actually listening to. (laughs) Oh yeah, the podcast we're actually listening to. But those are the things that 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 started me. So you were bored at work one day. And you started listening to podcasts. Yeah, sorry. I crazy derailed. That's <laughs> fine. No, we're going back. No, I mean, my story's not all that interesting. It's just that I was bored. I was looking for something to listen to other than music because it does, it makes you too in- introspective. Like, you just get bored inside your own head. Like, it's not bored, but kind of, like, psychotic almost. Yeah. So you need something, like, more external. And that's where the beauty of podcasts come in. Yeah. Has podcasts helped you? Because you're a graphic designer. One of the, like, I've always told people, and I'm drinking right now, and this is why one of the best things is, that is about drinking, because your inhibitions go down and you just say shit. <laughs> you're one of the best graphic designers I've ever known, and I've been in the industry for 10 years. Dang. Like, yeah, like, it's the thing is because you're willing to be wrong. That's big. Okay. That's big. I like that. You're willing to not look at your thing, your your art and be like, Oh, uh, excuse me. Well, that's my biggest pet peeve about artists, and when they're like, 
I am amazing and everyone else is beneath me. Right. Like, no. Don't quench my vision. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly. (laughs) But every single time I've like, when we worked together and I was the marketing manager and and we were working together and I would tell you like, Hey, I like this, but have you, have you thought about this? You never said, excuse me. You were like, Hmm. Oh yeah. I can see where you mean by that. And, and that's why me, you and Lane did so well is because we were, we were very, honest with each other Mm -hmm. so when i look at that have you seen that podcast when you're working has inspired you in a certain way like huh looking at things differently because you you listen to podcasts while you work you were doing it just today um yes they do i I guess not more in like the obvious factor where where i'm listening to podcasts i just get this creative flow Mm -hmm. but it's like when you listen or watch or see something from somebody else who is also trying to do their best at their line of work um, and like their artistry pushes um, you like i would say when you told me to watch chef's table that mm. was probably the biggest one is that when you watch somebody who just perfects their art to that degree it inspires you to also perfect your art to like the immense degree that you can mm-hmm. that's where it inspires me and i find that to be so important beautiful jay what do you think about that? You just heard something so beautiful. <laughs> no, I think I think that I think what Cassia just said resonates with me of just um not not so much about podcasts, but just that thought of like artistry. Artistry and like perfecting what you do. Um, I just think that's beautiful. Like it's really silly. <laughs> but you know, in Jiro Dreams of Sushi, <gasps> remember remember the part where like he made that one dude make rice for like four months? Like that was his only job. Four months, fuck that. <laughs> three years. Oh, was it three years? It was like three years. Okay. So it was like three years that he made him just make rice, but they wouldn't even use the rice that he cooked. Yeah. They were like, You're gonna get it right. Um I once and it's strain yet again. I'm like running all over the place, but I once heard this one musician say, "Don't practice till you get it right. Practice till you can't get it wrong." Um, and just that thought of because like, it becomes you, yeah, it becomes who you are. This thought of like the pursuit of just the beauty in what you do. Like, if this is what you choose to dedicate yourself to, why not do it to like the utmost ability? Yeah. I think there's something really beautiful to be said about that, and mm. and it's so easy in our culture to just do good enough or just do what is popular, but instead to like find your own voice and then like hone that. Um, I really, I think that's a cool thought. I think especially in our culture, it's like how fast can you move? Right. How fast, how fast, how much work can you produce? Money, yeah. money, 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 money. What can you do for the band? You know, and yeah. just stop and to like, to like slow down and just do something quality instead of quantity for once. Yeah, it's important. It's not done enough. And it's so beautiful that podcast is kind of a new medium where art, true artists, are coming out. Like Dallas, what's his name? Dallas Green, Taylor Dallas Taylor, Dallas Green, Dallas is Green is City, is City Color, Color. <laughs> <laughs> which is a pretty damn good band. It's a fucking great <laughs> band. Um, no, Dallas Taylor, which before you know, twenty thousand hertz got really huge. He actually messaged me back on Facebook, and I was like, <laughs> like I got like <laughs> starstruck. Really? Oh yeah, dude. Like, he was like, hey, guys, this is my podcast. And I was like, <gasps> Dallas Taylor, your podcast inspires me. And he's you. like, hey, man, thanks. Like, he probably was, like, locking his doors because I thought I was, like, a stalker or something. <laughs> um, but, no, um, no, podcast is a new medium where artists, I mean. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, even though it's been around for 10-plus years. But right. But I think, like, coming into it's, its refined own, now. Yeah, like, this refined art form has only been the past few years. Agreed. So we're going to talk into, um, okay, so real quick, actually, Cassie, what are the, what are the main types of podcasts that you listen to? 
I start to go more into, I guess, heavy podcasts. What do you mean by heavy? Things that talk about... I feel like every time I listen to a podcast, it's about a murder. Like, <laughs> even if it's like I started watching, like, a Sesame Street podcast, it turns into, like, this, like, murder. And then Big Bird murdered... <laughs> I know. <laughs> Crouch. Like, it, always just, it always just directs that way. What was the podcast that got you started? Like, what was the one that you It was like, Serial. Oh, was it Serial? Yeah, it was Serial. Well, the other so day good. when you told me to watch Serial and I didn't recognize the name, and I started watching it, I remember when or I- listening to it. Listen, I keep saying watching it. I know. it's We do it, too. When I kept listening to it, because it's so imagined. Like, I, I, like, picture myself watching it. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, no, like, no. I get you. Like, when I listen when I listen to some podcasts, you, you imagine it kind of like a book. Exactly. Exactly yeah, like a book. Because you're just driving and you're kind of zone. Don't zone out when you're listening to podcast listeners. But, like, when you, you zone out and you start listening to some things and you start mm-hmm. imagining it in your brain, kind of like you're reading a book. And there's some things, like, some of my favorite podcasts we'll, we'll get to later. But, like, yeah, it's very imaginative and it, it gets to that it gets to that place so serial was the one that got you started yeah i started i think i started watching or listening to this american <laughs> life i think one of the first ones i stumbled upon was serial and they also had this other episode about a family that lived on a boat and that really fascinated me as well and like, was it a this american life episode yes that talks this about american life they live on a boat they have a young daughter the daughter becomes ill and they don't have any way to uh, get medical attention. Jay, have you heard that episode yet? Of This American Life? It's like near, it's like around Serial. Like it's around there. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Mm. And like those two episodes like are, are I mean, I know Serial is like 127 episodes, but <laughs> like those two topics or something just got me hooked. Uh, this American Life really gives you a gut check. This re- that really gives you a gut check. Whether you're liberal, whether you're conservative, you can listen to this and be like, these are real people's stories. So it makes you check yourself like, man, what are my thought processes like? Because I, c- I don't know what I would face if I saw this family and they told me their experiences. And that's why I love podcasts because it's a new medium that you digest information from because it's your own imagination. Now, whether... And Jason and I have always go back and forth about the, the biasness of media, but I've never questioned the heart of this american life uh what was the the the, the reporter's name from shittown brian yeah brian reed brian reed that he's guy. still one of the main producers on this american life it's just so amazing you can't deny what they do and they really make you gut check where you're at it doesn't matter where you're at in life and just saying like i don't care whether you're liberal or or, or concerned i don't care Real people, this is what's happening. And that's why I, lo- I really do enjoy This American Life because it makes you stop and think like, holy crap, my ideology when it came to certain people was just like, oh, that's just them and put them in a box, you and know? I, and I really think like this is maybe a, a spoiler alert, like getting too far ahead. But I had kind of come in with, with a series of um, <clears throat> of if if we were to talk about like what do we think are um, not only just favorite podcasts, but. I was going to frame it within the like the conversation of like required listening. I think if if there was if I were to say I really think that like this American life and Americans in the title so it sounds kind of silly but I really think that for every American that should be like required listening just because of what Danny just said that it takes just such a human um approach towards like yeah they discuss a lot of different issues some of them are political some of them um 
dealing with people's like struggles in light of you know new legislations that affect people and so on and so forth but at the end of the day i appreciate that it is just a look beyond what is policy and instead more a look at like how does this affect people's everyday lives and what does it mean to just be a human who is just trying to get by and figure out life in America today and I think that there's something beautiful in that and I've and they've I feel like in not only do I think that Ira Glass is like a legendary mm -hmm. godlike storyteller um <laughs> I know I 100% agree like every time he talks I'm just like yes I'm so happy right like Ira I'll listen to you forever Ira, Ira Glass the like the main host of This American Life this is um, Ira Glass oh, yeah <laughs> Whenever I hear that, I think of Parks and Rec. It's like, this is jazz. <laughs> right. <on> jazz. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ira Glass <laughs> and this American life. Right. <laughs> but I really think that, I, I really think the most powerful thing in the world is one story told by just a person communicated to another person. Yeah. I think that, mm -hmm. um, you know... And, and whatever you could cut this or whatever this is just a human moment talking but i know in america when you look and you can see um for instance just as culture changes and once upon a time there was just this massive like stigma towards you know homosexuality and one of the most powerful mo oops one oops. of the most powerful moments was years ago back in the day the real world had a gay character who had AIDS and just seeing like, I think it invited tons of people in their living room to just watch and see, here's a human. Here's this guy who is just living his life. When you talk about that, what do you, what do you mean? By it's that? not a podcast. Right. It's, but like, what are you talking like, well, let him that? get through his Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm like, done. I want to know who this, who's, who this individual <laughs> He's <getting> was. There. <laughs> and so, but, but it invited you in, in your living room to just watch another person's story and to see this is a human being. This is a dude who's just trying to live his life, and now he has this disease that is basically a death sentence, and he has to live with that and figure out what that means and process that. Yeah. And I think that that, again, a, a, just a human story um, had so much power and impact into how people perceive another group of people that at the time was viewed as a really like an outside... Yeah, like leprosy. Leprosy kind yeah. of a thing. yeah. Um, and so I think the beauty of this American life is that they continue to do that on a regular basis of just examining people and give them the chance to tell their own story. And it, I think it makes you that much more sensitive to the fact that someone who you may be, it's, it's really easy to view a group when you're talking about this theoretical, like this group, yeah, they're this and that and that. But once you know a person. And you hear that person's story, I think that it totally breaks down so many walls and allows you to see like I'm I shouldn't be fighting against some ideological group. I should instead be thinking about like who is this person? Yeah. And what are their needs? And we all at the end of the day, I mean, this American life makes me really think of like how, you know, uh Lincoln I know, like you're quoting Abraham Lincoln. Um, <laughs> but, Nerd. <laughs> but you know, Abraham looking at Colton, hipster. <laughs> that's what, that's what Abraham Lincoln, you know, in one of his speeches, talks about how like 
you know, don't let these conflicts separate us. You know, we're neighbors. Like, instead, appeal to the better angels of our nature. Yeah. And find common grounds that we are neighbors. We are each other's brother. And I think that stories really help us do that. Yeah. And so that's why I, I really love This American Life. I think it should be required listening for like all Americans. Um, <laughs> Radical. <laughs> I just really love what they do. I think Ira Glass, everyone who I've seen who's been like a quote unquote like disciple of Ira Glass comes out with the most amazing work afterwards. Like mm-hmm. that's all I need to hear is that this person used to work at This American Life and I'm subscribed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I think he well, does a great job. They do a great job in, on conveying a story and making it very personable. Um and sometimes that is really good. Go that way. <laughs> go that way. Go that, go that way. Sorry, I hope that made sense. I know I like went all over. No, that's really good. I mean, I, that, and that's the beauty about podcasts is because not, it's not just this American life. Yeah. I've heard a lot of different independent little podcasts, whether it's um, of, of um, crime-based ones. Yeah. That you hear stories that you would never hear before. Yeah. And that's the thing is that someone in... Montana knows a story about someone and they portray it in such a way and whether it's the lowest quality available or the highest quality available it is another medium where people regular people right so you go to the news you go to CNN you go to Fox you go to whatever you want and and, and I hate both of those quite frankly I'm going to say that right now I hate both of those <laughs> media hipster I, I hate them both I would rather listen to a podcast yeah I would rather listen to news um, that is built off of like hey this is not biased. This is just a story. Yeah, because once you hand someone a microphone and you ask them a question and they're just telling you their thoughts and what's a their actual real life experience, I mean, I think you find out not only not only the things that you held so strongly are probably pretty small. Yeah. Once minute. It, yeah. Minute to the bigger picture. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a beauty in that. When you, once we start to realize we are all just humans just trying to make it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I, that's the, that's the, that's the beautiful, beautiful side of podcasts. But there's, there's also other ones. Um, and, I mean, now we're going to go into, the, like, you know, different genres. And that's why we love podcasts. That's why podcasts, that, that's what grabbed us is because you hear it's a, it's a very neutral. You can go to whatever. Per, there's a, people of different ways of living in life that you can listen to whatever you want. And. Choose your flavor, bro. This is 31. Yeah, there's something there. Yeah, there's something there. You can go on iTunes and be like, Marxist-Leninist today, <laughs> done. Yeah. You know? And, and then it, you can go to like, Trump is my homie, done. Like, you can go to whatever you want. You shouldn't go there. <laughs> <laughs> but you could if you wanted to. Right, I just thought of like, remember that those t-shirts back in the day, like, Jesus is my homie? I'm thinking like, Trump is my homie. And then, like, you can go to anything and in between, and you can find out people talking. Right. And you can listen to what you want. You can talk anything. Yeah, and I think that's what's so cool, not just about the fact that it's not just, I know we've been talking a lot about just the story aspect and and humanity, but there's also even just whatever your interest is. Like, for me, one of the biggest, um, one of my shows that I love the most the past couple years, I mean, I've always been, like, a Ninja Turtles fan, but, like. Wait, okay, gotta ask, gotta ask, who's your favorite? Oh, come on. That should be a given. <laughs> it's obviously Leo. <laughs> Knew <But> it. <laughs> who's your but, favorite? I don't have one. Oh, God. My <laughs> Mikey. Mikey. Donnie, Donnie's cool. a close second. And then, well, okay, so here's the thing. They're, they're so different. 
they're so different. It's kind of like asking who's your favorite child. Like they're right. so different. And that's what I think is the beauty of why turtles endure is because like they're these characters who are so different. So they adapt so well. To, yeah. You know? Yeah. They're so, uh, anyway, keep going. But anyways, so um, I was really into like the, I think what, I think the series came out in like early 2000s, 2012 or something, the Nickelodeon, like CG version of turtles. And Oh no. The dude. one that's on Hulu. Yeah, dude. That was like 2008. Eight nine. Yeah, I don't know. I just I came out. I watched it on Hulu in the wake of the end of the first Airbender. Oh, really? Yeah. So that series is awesome. It's amazing. But it was like through podcasts. Nickelodeon had a podcast about like just interviewing like their animators, and you kind of find out like the dude who's like the showrunner on Turtles was like he was born in the states, but his family was like from Italy. So like as an as a young child, he moved to Italy, and then. As a young teenager, he moved back, and it was like this whole thing of like, dude, I'm an alien. Like, I don't understand these cultural mm. references. I don't understand all this stuff. I know it's cool back home. And so he talks about how the turtles, like, they're alien. Like, they lived in a sewer, and they watched, like, old reruns of shows on their broken yeah, know, yeah, yeah, sewer yeah. TV. <laughs> and so they had an idea of, like, what should be cool. Yeah. But it's like we watch them and realize, like, you guys are out of step. Like, this is weird. This yeah. isn't actually cool. And so, again, but just seeing, like, you want to know behind the scenes of how did we get this amazing show? Yeah. Podcasts. Yeah. You know, it's there for whatever you can think of. You'll find something cool. Right. Um, okay. So we're going to go into what is this? Um, Cassia. You listen to podcasts mostly when you're at work, so it's on your computer. That you listen to all those things back in the day. But do you have, because mm-hmm. I'm going to give Jason my phone. Oh, no. And Jason's going to, uh, do, do you have podcasts on your phone? No. Okay, that's because fine. Because I listen on Spotify. I don't save them. Oh, Because okay. I'm, I'm still trying to get attached to one on Spotify. I've listened to like oh, we'll seven go through different these. ones so, and I'm not pleased. We'll go through the, Jason, give me your phone oh, and no. go open to the Apple's podcast and we're going to say, what is this? <laughs> because we want to, we want to ask, <laughs> what is this podcast? And some of them might be like, what is this? Like Jason. Yeah, hey, I was like, let, let me see. Okay. Let me see, guys. <laughs> Pat, no, give me your phone. <laughs> oh, actually, we'll give them both to Cassia and be like, Jason, okay. what is this? All right. Okay. So here's here's both so of them. So from a marketing standpoint, see, and then there's some like much... I just I just caught a glimpse of Danny's phone, and it's like 36 questions is on there, and like hell I'm not yeah, it is. I'm not subscribed to that because there's only three episodes, but I listened to the crap out of that. Oh yeah, it was amazing. I just listen to, there's a couple songs on there that I'm like, well, John Groff. I mean, come on, baby. Yeah. I'm a theater boy. John yeah. Groff. He was on my list. Of top five, I turned gate for. Oh yeah, like <laughs> listening, for listening to his voice is like oh, it's so good, dude. I can't believe you haven't listened to Spring Awakening, dude. It's such an amazing story. Did, okay, so you know the um, what is that show? We're 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 just waiting for Cassie to ask us, Danny. What is this? What's your podcast? <laughs> so go ahead. So Cassie is looking at our phones right now, listeners. But go ahead. No, I don't know. I was gonna make some lame joke about a new show that's on Hulu. Um. Is it called Rise by the guy from How yeah. I Met Your Mother? Yes. Really? See, that's how in tune Jason and I are. In the first episode, oh they were God. talking about like, we're going to do Spring Awakening. So Really? Yeah. See? So. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I used to hate that show. I, I saw know. the, I saw the, the promotions for it, and I was like, this is so stupid. But now it's Spring Awakening. I'm like, okay, maybe you guys. The voice better. actress of Moana is on that show. <laughs> oh, well, I like Moana, but. Come on. How are you going to like. The Rock? <laughs> the rock is on rise no nah, i do like some songs on spring awakening are absolutely gorgeous to this day if i can have a song played at my funeral it'd be left behind by yeah at the spring awakening okay ready yeah. nose goes okay no 
All right. Oh, Jason goes what first. Is that? I don't know what that means. <laughs> nose goes? I don't you know. Don't Whenever you say nose goes, goes you put your no. finger on your nose and whoever does it last has to go first. Oh, I thought that was the name of a podcast. Like, that must be Danny because I don't know what that is. <laughs> nose goes. Hell that is. That's perfect. That should be a podcast. I thought it was going right? to be about like, nose ta- goes. like tasting wine or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> Nose goes to the Cabernet. <laughs> like what? Excuse me? Okay, go ahead and ask. Okay. Jason goes first. Jason, what is? The moth. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. I picked a good one. You picked a good one. Because so if if this American life is what I feel is required listening for all Americans, I feel like... This is for all Mexicans. No. <laughs> <laughs> there, there should be that. I haven't quite found it yet. Um, the moth, I think, is like if you're a human being, you should be required to listen to the moth. What is, what is the moth? Even I'm more not. radical. <laughs> and it is basically, and, and I haven't been, shame on me, I haven't been to any of your events yet because there's like in LA all the time. Oh. But it's literally just, they hold these events where people go up on stage and just tell a story. Simply? And just simply just tell a story and they record it. And like the moth is usually like whoever is like their story winners. They compile those together and then they put them in the episode. So it's like and whoever has the saddest story? No, like there's stories like and what's so amazing is that there's stories from like every walk of life, every age group, every type of emotion and thing you could imagine. Like there's stories I've heard of like this one dude who grew up like literally homeless in Portland and his experience at his first summer camp and being able to sleep in a bed and get warm meals. Wow. And, and how he was like, how old is this kid? Well, now he's telling the story as a grown man, Oh, but he's saying like, I remember when I was a homeless kid and like the guilt that he felt that he was leaving his mom and sister to sleep under the tree alone. <gasps> and he felt like he was their protector. And now he's sleeping in a warm bed getting, hot meals meanwhile they're sleeping under a tree alone God. and but then there's other stories where it's like this fisherman this old man telling a story how like his family comes from a line of fishermen from Martha's Vineyard and how like he was basically raised like his grandfather was the first fisherman and then his dad was like the next fisherman right. but because his dad was at sea his grandfather kind of raised him um and just like the the generational learning and to me that is like hands down the most beautiful podcast they because it's international too like there's stories where they oh, hold cool. moth cool. events cool. in cool. in like africa and india and so like there's people from all over the world just telling their stories and usually they're just like the most cathartic mm-hmm. like beautiful experiences I, wow. I love when any sort of entertainment does something internationally yeah because honestly americans need a reality check sometimes right. really do. most of the time right like we really need a reality like check. I, i'm one of the most like patriotic people i love america fourth of july same is my favorite. i love america but get a reality check people you're not the only people out there like if you really had a really diverse idea and in your brain it could be that much better yeah because you look at the I can go into a rant. No, right I honestly like the way that you believe that everyone should listen to the moth. <laughs> I believe that everyone should travel internationally because oh, it yeah. really opens up your mind. Right. Okay. What What are you gonna ask me? Salty. Okay. Salty. So salty. Okay. So I'm a part of a group on Facebook um, called uh, Movement Podcast, which is uh, a lot of independent podcast um, creators. Salty is an awesome awesome i really enjoy this one it's not like one of my go-to ones but if i see a great topic i'll listen to it so salty is this it's based out of new york 
And uh, these hosts, they have a professional chef because I'm, I'm a big foodie. As, okay, as so you know. it's food. I thought it's it was going to be like a like, like a, salty? like a roast. No, it's not. It's actually Both like Both food based. It's it's food based. It's funny that offenses are like related with food nowadays. <laughs> they use salty. I'm going to roast you after I salt you. It's not just salt, assault. But um no, so what they do is they get and and they really just teach about you you know me, me and my wife, we love cooking, we love trying new new different things when it comes to, you know, cooking different things so this podcast is based out of new york um and what they do is they have their hosts and then they have a professional cook and a professional chef excuse me and a professional chef and then they have a um kind of amateur a newbie a novice who is not really a, a cook but they put them in via skype or something and they put um so pra- okay sorry so practically the chef while they're teaching them different um basic cooking things um uh different cooking how do you say like uh techniques yeah so a uh, a chef has one ear and he's and he's just based off of the voice the sound of his voice and by his uh instructions they're cooking the same exact dish simultaneously oh my god so then the amateur is cooking this dish and he's like okay so this dish is from the, the one episode i listened to is from like colombia because i'm colombian and they and they and they had to uh, make um, a colombian dish and they tell you to do the recipe where did this dish come from? How do you make it? What are the different ways that this dish is made? So again, it's just talking about a culture, and so it's two. Di- it's a chef teaching an amateur via just the, by the sound of his voice. So they're cooking it simultaneously, and then they try both dishes at the same exact time, oh and they God. say how close is it? So salty is just about foods from different cultures cooking them with a professional and an amateur and how close they, they line up. It could be like a double entendre. Like they try the food and then they make fun of the amateur You just dish. really want people to make fun of shit, don't that's, you? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's kind of a thing nowadays. <laughs> it really is. But that's salty and they really give you a background on the dish and Wait, stuff like that. Wait, did you say that this, is this like a popular podcast or is this your friend? No, it's not my friend. It's more, I mean, they're 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 relatively big, but we, we were in the same exact podcast group um on facebook it's podcast movement oh, okay and so they were like hey anybody wants to review our podcast and and, and i was paired up with them opinioneering and them and they listened to ours and we listened to them and we would um you know send messages back and forth saying hey how can you know how can we do this better how can we do things differently what are your thoughts of this podcast but they do have a relatively large following but um i love their podcast so much that i sent the pro- producer of this podcast and like dude i have family in new york if i'm ever there can i be the amateur chef and they're like down so i kind of just want to make a trip to new york just to be this amateur chef but that that is salty i i i caught on to them about a month and a half ago i really enjoyed that. i think that's a genius idea i think it's i so like good. it i love it okay back to jason we're gonna do three each oh three each oh three each i need your face oh. <laughs> <laughs> i need your to mug lo- to log into the phone <laughs> That was not intentional. I just blew my vape in front of Kathy's face. She needs our mugs. Okay. 36 questions. <gasps> oh! Am I actually... Oh, I didn't know I actually... So should I ask it. Daniel about 36 oh, questions? Oh, God. 36 are <laughs> so amazing. Because that's one that's on both of ours. Oh. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. It is. Oh, God. I love what Jay told me about. Well, did I tell you about 37? No, we both knew at the same exact time separately, didn't we? I don't know. I think I might have told you because I was like, oh, Jonathan Groff. And I was like, John Groff? What? Where? When, 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 how? 
<laughs> Tell me I'll listen right now. Yes. I'll stop every I'll pull over. Thirsty questions. Go ahead. I'll let you do the thing. Um well I'll start it. As a person who doesn't really necessarily get into musicals, I think the idea of it was really cool to me of like telling a story all over audio because it um to me kind of like simplified it. I didn't have to <laughs> this is really bad. Um, I didn't have to like look at actors on the stage. I just got to like listen. Right. And because they're mannerisms, you you don't like the mannerisms of stage. Yeah. Period. Right. Yeah. And so I just got to listen. And to me, it was one of like the most beautiful stories of people just like. Um, it was really very real. Yeah. Very real of like, here's this failed relationship and this desperate attempt, last ditch effort to try and restore it. And. um over the course of it, it goes back to there's this article in the New York Times X amount of years ago. Uh, this dude wrote basically just saying, you know, someone had come up with these 36 questions that were necessary to fall in love. But can these 36 questions rekindle a love? Yeah. And um, I think for me, like the questions themselves were really insightful. I actually ended up going through them with my wife afterwards. How did they go out? How did they go? It, it was like a couple sessions. It, it didn't go at once because they were just like too deep. Yeah. Um, but it really was a, like a cathartic, insightful thing to just kind of like strip away some of the, to take away like, okay, there's a lot of assumptions. Like we've been married for a long time and it's easy to just assume like I know all these things. And instead like today I want to hear more. More. Yeah. Um, And so... It was really cool, and that's kind of like outside the podcast. But within the podcast, I thought the music was really good. Mm-hmm. I think especially the like musical number that is like the heart and soul of the podcast that ends the second act. Yeah, I think with every, her story. Yeah, her oh, story. Oh god, that was a beautiful. Song. Um, like every single time, like to this day, leaves me like just floored. Um, and so I I recommend it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean it's 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 a musical. I mean when when I I forgot how how I got introduced to it, but Jay, um, um, but Jay really told me he's like, hey dude, have you ever John? Can you hear John Groff? John Groff, I was a uh, everyone that's listened to Opinioneering, I was a theater kid, and um, I was very heavily involved in theater, and John Groff was the star of a, a broadcast show, not a broadcast, a Broadway show called. Uh, Spring Awakening, which is one of my favorite broad, uh, Broadway shows of all time. I love Spring Awakening. It's so amazing. Um, and so whatever John Groff attaches himself to, except for Frozen, I've loved. <laughs> 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 but um, it's just like what Jason said. It's just a story about this couple that um, go through a rough, extremely rough patch. And um, based off these 31 questions that they do on their first date... Um, is how compatible are you? And the story takes it from, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but it's a beautiful story about people that, a couple of realistic problem that, it, that, that starts with their relationships. And then they're trying to work their way back towards these 36 questions that started it all for them, that they realize that this is the person for my life. And they go through ups and downs and problems, and it's it's the it's the first great 
musical podcast I've ever seen. And the music, it was brilliantly written and brilliantly executed by the actors. And it's only a two-person part. Like, it's only two people dialogue. And it's realistic dialogue. Yeah. And so I, I truly enjoy this podcast for the music because I'm a theater kid. But I, it's kind of like Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights is the perfect example of a realistic married couple in television. And this is the perfect example of a realistic couple going through issues um, in a realist, realistic life and in, in, in going through this. So the music um, portrayed the emotions perfectly. I think the music was done very well, but it's, it is a musical. But the music is not like, you know, kind of thing. It's actually very, very well done. And it's very beautiful that it's only seamless. Jason, who is not a musical fan at all, um, we walked away from listening to this podcast being like all about this because it, it was very, it was very beautiful. So 36 questions. Um, I would, I would ship totally. So Cassia, what was the next one? Okay. So the next one is for Daniel and it is bit by a fox. Bit by a fox by Prairie Rose. So bit by a fox. I really enjoy this one. She Prairie Rose. She has a blog based out here in Los Angeles and she talks about, um, alcohol so um not just alcohol but she's she's a she's a mixologist practically and she goes through each uh, some episodes like one was just about absinthe the story of absinthe the history of absinthe how is it created and she interviews professionals in the market in 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 the industry so the guy that she got for absinthe was a guy who's been studying absinthe for you know 20 plus years and so she talks about each alcohol and then she talks about cocktails that you can make with each alcohol and stigmas that have been attached to things like absinthe, which is it's a hallucinogen. It's all these things where this guy who's a professional is like, it's not really that back in the day it was, you know, and, and it kind of takes away these stigmas, but it also talks about like the history of how it's distilled, how it's created, how it's made. I'm a really big fan of alcohol, obviously, but um, I'm, I'm a fan of alcohol in, in, in where it has its place in history. Um, with the not depression. Well, yes, it was, but um, the um, I want to Jay. What was that when uh, the alcohol was taken away from prohibition? Her? The prohibition. <laughs> um, the pro- depression. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing, pretty much. <laughs> Practically. So the prohibition, and she she goes through and she does an amazing job. You got you guys need to check out her podcast, Prairie Rose, and her blog where she talks about alcohols, cocktails, different things. So. The title "Bit by a Fox" is an old saying. I didn't know this, but when you're bit by a fox, when you've had a little bit too much to drink, and you were bit. Oh, cute! I'm about to start using that. Yeah, so I was bit by. Like a I'm fox. bit by a fox. But like, oh my god, should we take you to the hospital? You might have rabies. <laughs> like, no, no, no. But it's it's very well done. Um, she does an amazing job in interviewing these people. It's it's a very good podcast when if you want to learn more about different spirits. Cool. I yeah. like that. Spirits as in alcohol, <laughs> not like Beelzebub, not like yokai. <laughs> yeah, yokai. <laughs> <laughs> so jay what's the next oh, one for jay here you go sorry no i have them in my she has them all memorized oh, okay so um my next two might be a little selfish because i'm curious on each one of you guys's two as in like one of each now like i have two more for each of you okay um hidden brain hidden brain is really cool so it's an npr podcast by uh the host is sean carvey Dantham. What the fuck? <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme? No. Jean-Claude Van Damme has a podcast. So is he French? <laughs> he, he's Indian. And oh. oh. <laughs> and it's basically, um, it kind of takes a look at like sociology slash psychology and just looking at some of our hidden 
biases and things that make us tick mm. that we maybe aren't always aware of. Um, it kind of looks at stuff that's like forming things in the background of our thoughts. And so um, it's really cool. Like, mm. cause they've covered just so many different things and um, all the way from, I don't know, you know, the fact that on Airbnb, there's like huge discrimination towards black people. Really? Yeah. This has been like, like reports. I haven't, I haven't oh, read yeah. that, but like, I, I don't doubt it in today's climate, but yeah, it's like huge. And so he talks about like some of their initiatives where they've like tried to, you know, make it anonymous or instant booking and different things like that to try and solve this problem because really often, like actually just like a week ago, Grand Marley's, or Grand Marley, uh, Bob Marley's granddaughter Mm -hmm. was leaving her Airbnb and a neighbor called the cops and seven cop cars showed up. Saying like what they were Oh, I heard of that. Yeah. I heard that. And so it was like, oh, there's black people leaving this house. I think they're robbing it. And a neighbor called the cops. All these cop cars flooded the scene and she was just unpacking and leaving her airbnb um golly and so anyways yeah that's awful but it's not all about racial issues it's just all about just tons of different biases that we have whether it's like how we communicate in relationships Mm. or um how do we you know employment issues and like how to like different things that motivate us at work and it's really interesting and cool um i really like it Hmm. i like that Okay, for yours, I, okay. we've talked about this a few times already, <laughs> but I haven't seen it, and I'm very curious. Seen it or heard it? Sounds infamous. Heard it. Um, shit town. That is the same as S Town, right? S Town, shit town. Yeah, I mean they say that because they can't. Yeah, put that I know. On the That's what I figured, but I wanted. I wanted to <laughs> confirm for, for marketing reasons. Okay, so shit town is it's 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 if you can't if you look up shit town, you might come up, but it just type in S Town and S Town was, uh, it's a, it's a side project by one of the producers of This American Life, Brian Reed, and he exp- and what it started out as just a singular episode of This American Life that they were doing more. Um, research on and they found out that there was more to this story and this story takes place and i'm not going to give too much away because i'm going to encourage every single listener that listens to this to go listen to the to shit town it's it's amazing it's only like seven or eight episodes they are relatively long but if if i would say like don't listen to our podcast go to theirs because this is a beautiful story um i'm not gonna tell you any of the, the, the 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 characters or anything like that but it's about Brian Reed, who gets a um, email, who's a producer at This American Life, about a, a town in Alabama that um, they were covering up the murder of um, this kid that was taking place, and he thought that the, the cops were um, covering up, and they wanted to investigate further. And delving more into the story, you're learning more about this person who sends this email, and you hear more about his life. And everything that has to do with him, and um, the story quickly. I'm not. I'm, the only spoiler I will give you is that it starts out with murder and a treasure hunt, but it kind of deters away from that, and then you actually see someone's life that is <sighs> someone's life that is tormented. the the main The main person in in shit town. He 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 went through a lot of things in his life. Um 
that you you begin to realize throughout and that he because he was he grew up in this town and he saw all the changes that were happening in the world and this town around him it slowly started moving away from this outward subject of this murder and this um treasure essentially uh treasure hunt to this person who was actually creating you know the the these subjects um S Town is a beautiful story following someone and, 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 and their life and, and it's just it's it's so incredibly beautiful because this person um was brilliant. He was a genius. He is a, was is just genius and um it's just a beautiful story. J shit town, like I don't want to give too much away because the more and more you listen to, the more engulfed you come into the story. So I don't want to give names away or things away, but the more you delve in, you see someone's life. And how they're tormented about the world around them and their brain and how they process information. Right. You know, and I don't want to give too much, but it's a, it's one of my favorite podcasts, hands down. Yeah, it was super good. It's a, <clears throat> I think for me, one of the things that was interesting <coughs> about it was that it took such a long, slow, thoughtful look at maybe a part of America that it's easy to overlook and and it's that you know southern um really poverty stricken area mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think that it's easy to make caricatures of those kind of people as like yeah. you know rednecks who have that southern way of speaking and we've talked before about how and even Stephen Colbert talked before about how he was born in the south and the first thing that he did you know when he realized that shorthand in film and television, shorthand for a dumb person is to give them a really southern, heavy southern drawl. Yeah. And so he learned to speak without that because he didn't want to have that stigma. Um, but this kind of takes a hard look at that and really just lets you see like, hey, yeah, um, you know, these may all be if you looked if you were to ask them about their political stances or something, really hard right, conservative um, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps kind of people all the while they are struggling in like the deepest poverty yeah and there's no way out like here's this guy who just has this brain of a genius of a genius so much meanwhile he himself and everyone around him like just can't get out they're just trapped there yeah and that's why it's called shit i think the town was called woodstock okay Something so like that. sidebar yeah. i started watching flint town on netflix I don't know if any of you guys have seen that. I haven't seen that, but I've read premises about that. So Flint is in Michigan. Flint, Michigan, yeah. We That's don't, where you're from, right? Uh, yeah, so like I'm <laughs> I'm closer to Detroit, but like I'm in between Detroit and Flint, kind of. Yeah. We don't call it Flint Town, and I've been wondering why they've been calling the documentary Flint Town, and if they're just trying to make it seem more like, oh, you know, we're so dangerous and we're in the middle of nowhere type yeah. of deal. But I'm kind of wondering if they're making a play on shit town. Probably. Because it might you be, just, yeah, you just huge. said like they're kind of stuck right. and like Flint town is all about the, the police, um, how they're understaffed and they can't do anything. And then the water, like I know the average response time of a police officer in Detroit is an hour. Oh, crap. Yeah. Good so luck. like, like you're kind of like on your own. Yeah. I mean, I mean, shit town does deal with, I mean, Jason said it a lot better because I've been drinking, but Jason said a lot better is taking the stigmas that we see in the Southern culture and flipping it on its head. And I think it's really good. It doesn't, it, shit town does a really good job in not demonizing people for being hardcore right conservative. It just says that 
that's not what all the South has. Right. And well, I, I yeah, mean, and maybe, I, maybe it's the same for Flint town. Cause it's really focuses on police officers and it's like showing like, look, we're trying our best. Real, right. We're trying our best. Like we're not the bad guys here. We're trying our best. And even this one guy who worked for the Flint police department was like, yeah, one time I killed somebody, mm. you know? And so it kind of discusses those issues and it flips it on its head. Yeah. Yeah. It, so. it, it really, it, it really does. Hmm. of this town, Woodstock and, and, and shit town and, I'm curious. It's 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 amazing. Like I've I this podcast around episode I think there's seven, eight. Like that, yeah. I, the second to the last episode kind of, almost brought me to tears because you see more of this person's story, mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, this is not who, this is not what I have perceived the South to be, and not that there are people in the South that do believe that there is, and that they have every right to think that, but. This person more so, he wanted to be an impact to the town, and he wanted to change the town so much that it it drew him to. I don't want to spoil it, but it drew him to to some to some things. And reaching out to Brian Reed, Brian started looking more into the processes of shit town and how like cops can be dirty and people can be dirty. But then it, at the very end, it brings it back into let's look back at this number one antagonist, the protagonist that's like. He lived his life trying to understand people and trying to right the wrongs that he saw. And it drove him to what the conclusion of the show is. And it's, it's absolutely beautiful. And the, the production quality is one of the best I've ever heard. It's, it's amazing. Well, I'm going to have to give it a listen then. You will. <laughs> it's amazing. Do you add any more? No? Was that no, the last one? That was three of each. Cool. Um, well, thank you all again so much for chiming in today on our podcast, podcast, our podcast, podcast, um, about different <laughs> podcasts that we listen to and uh, listening a little bit about Cassia Watts. And uh, thank you all so much again for chiming in. Hopefully this gives you a little bit of, not discernment, but a little bit more about what we listen to and what things that we like on podcasts and uh, moving forward on what we're trying to, we're trying to grow this uh, pioneering culture to be one that is very diverse and one that's trying to talk about different subjects when it comes to nerd culture one being podcast so thank you all again so much my name is danny murray i'm one of your founding hosts of opinioneering we also have and jason and our special guest tonight and cassia watts cassia watts i'm thank a you. woman <laughs> <laughs> thank you all so much don't forget uh, don't forget to uh, like share subscribe on itunes or podbean also follow us on our social media accounts opinioneering on both instagram and facebook and make sure you uh share it to all your friends um who are love this nerd culture that we're trying that we that we uh, appeal to and uh, yeah thank you all so much Have a good